0: I am beyond thrilled to introduce you to today's guests, Lauren Abney and Stephanie Beagle, founders of the Well Behaved Podcast. These two best friends have been traveling in my circles for years, yet it wasn't until I interviewed them for this episode that I not only met them while on Zoom, but that our friendship and support for one another truly kicked off. I can honestly say since this episode, subsequent meetings have followed. Coffee meetings, the two of them came to an event that I hosted. And I honestly and truly feel the love and support from them each and every day. Lauren and Steph are the type of people that you may have just met them, but you feel like you've known them for years. And the reason for this is because they are connectors in every sense of the word. Stephanie Beagle and Lauren Abney are self-declared boss babes and wellness seekers. They're committed to living their very best lives. Their podcast, Well Behaved, delivers Wellness Remixed, featuring a mix of guests that will excite and inspire you to step up your wellness game. At its core, Well Behaved seeks to democratize wellness by informing and educating in an accessible way, free of judgment and full of all the modalities, products, and services that you can dream of. WellBehaved covers topics across the wellness spectrum by bringing on experts to have open and honest conversations. These two women empower listeners to feel that they can make educated decisions on what wellness means for them. Wellness is a journey, and while the experience should be personalized for each individual, there is nothing more fun than being on the ride with friends and a healthy healthy amount of tequila, as you will hear us talk a lot about tequila in today's episode. But today's episode is not only about their amazing podcast, Well Behaved, it's about how they started, how it's impacted their lives, and how and why you should jump on the podcast bandwagon to change your business, either as a guest or as a host please come on in without further ado and meet my friends, Lauren Abney and Steph Beagle. All right. Today on Dear Founder, we have two very special guests. I'm very excited for this conversation. We have Stephanie Beagle and Lauren Abney, who are the founders of the Well-Behaved Podcast. And I'm so excited to have them here because they started a podcast and it has changed their lives in very positive ways. And I think it's a great example as to how podcasting can help your business and can make waves and changes for the better. So, welcome, ladies, to Dear Founder. Thank you you for having us. Of course. And I guess just how I would any other guest, I wanna dive in and I want you guys to share your story and tell me and our listeners how and why you started this podcast.
1: Oh boy, we love this story so much. Do you wanna start or do you want me to?
2: I think I told it last time. Well, fine, I okay. There. Here, now I'll I hear start. your version. Okay, fine.
1: I don't even know my version. Um, so, Lauren and I actually used to work together in advertising sales. So we have been—we started off as work friends, but then became best friends, and now we're soulmates. You know, here we are. And what was interesting was we kept finding that our what filled our cup and what our connection was outside of work. And if anyone from work is listening, sorry, we spent a lot of time sitting in the office talking about this but we absolutely loved wellness and still to this day love wellness. We love trying all the different modalities. She cares a little bit more about the science. I love spending my money on all the damn services, but we would like find our continued connection and our best friendship continued to build over wellness, right? We would go on trips. We would try new things together. We would eat at great places. And we were like, how do we one day get closer to filling our cup with what we're actually passionate about now there's also sometimes a difference between what fills your cup in terms of what you're passionate about and what fills your cup in terms of how you make money. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What actually pays your bills. So we spent a lot of time just like sitting in it, simmering in it, writing down. I mean, we have so many business plans. Like we have an Excel document with like 400 different ideas. I have
2: done spatial planning for retail locations like many times. I don't know how to do that, but I just like Mm -hmm. take
1: little Excel grids and build it up. So we spent time manifesting this idea and what we came to realize was that we weren't ready to take like the ultimate step and build one of these businesses yet we wanted to tiptoe our way in there and we wanted to start building connections in the world that we cared about and start to kind of just build that life and like and honestly we talk about it all the time just like do it start it and and take that leap and while we weren't really ready to take the leap into building like the wellness destination that she was spatial planning for we were like how do we Kind of build those connections. And on the side, this is a very long story. On the side, our friends were coming to us on a daily basis and they're like, I'm in New York. What workout class do I take? I'm going to LA. What facial do I like? And we're like, here you are again. And we became these ambassadors for wellness. We were democratizing wellness to our friends and we were having so much fun doing so that it was a natural fit that we were like, you know what? A podcast is a way to make these connections with all these amazing people to serve our friends and to serve ourselves by being in this world that we care so deeply about. And we did it. Yeah, we did. We started and we, we just, we bought the equipment and we figured out our name. We did a photo shoot. And I mean, a lot of people talk about starting a podcast and they're like, it's easy. It's it's, it's a lot of work. And, and Lynn's, I'm sure you'll say the same thing. It is so much work, but it is such a special business and that it's always evolving. There's a ton of potential. And for us, it was the perfect, kind of, we, I hate to call it side hustle because it feels some days like, you know, we love it just as much as passion. passion project. Yep. But so we did it. We started it and we're here today and there's, it's really like, we hope it's the beginning of a lot of things to come.
0: When so, was this? When did you start the podcast? Um.
2: Okay. I. It's got to be probably three years ago. Yeah. Almost. I was going to say, almost. I mean, it, we thought about it for nine months to a year and we started recording episodes and then we were banking those. And then Many times we had to look at each other and be like, "Are we going to launch?" Yeah, we had to just set a date, and that ended up. But being... this
0: was before the pandemic. Before, before the pandemic. pandemic, totally, and so, and that's I want to make sure to say that because podcasting obviously was a big before the pandemic, but it really exploded like during the pandemic, and totally. so I, I feel like you guys were very ahead of the game and ahead of the curve, and you had your feet like you were grounded in the podcasting space before many people were?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, there's now this narrative that like everybody has a podcast. Every business has a podcast. Every celebrity has a podcast, but they all have their tequila too. And I think that there is space for everyone. When we launched, it was not, we didn't have this feeling of like, everyone's already done it.
0: We actually had- I I say that because I remember, did launch and hearing about like these two girls from Chicago that were like starting podcasts, you know, and like, it was like, not, a, it was just not a foreign concept, but it was, it was like a very cool thing that you guys took this leap and just did it. Right. So when you guys start, you started the podcast, it's been three years. What has happened because of the podcast? So much, <laughs> so
2: much. The word passion project really is the right word for it. It's it's not a side hustle. It's not become something that's like truly a business for us yet. We are now fielding, we've been fielding requests for partnerships and collaborations really since the beginning. And we wanted to make sure that we did that in a really authentic way. We're from advertising. So like we understand how it works and there's not, we didn't want to be commoditized by like the networky way that that, um, media makes money. But for us, if you think about, we always say that our value is that we're connectors. If somebody said, what comes easy to you that might be hard for somebody else? What comes, where do people see the magic in you? It's in connecting. And it's in connecting people in a way that really has meaning and not just like, hi, this is Lindsay. this is Stephanie, take it off. It's like thinking about how two people can come together and equal three, Mm -hmm. but for us, all of those connections has created this world it's like built allowed us to have view into the wellness ecosystem that otherwise we'd be sitting outside of so when we thought about businesses we wanted to build whether it was a studio a retail destination an e-commerce site a product now we have friends that do all of that we've been exposed to the way that their businesses work the way that they started what drives them what are the hard parts like what is it like to work with a partner what is it like to work with your spouse what is it like to do things on your own. And so for me and and Seth you can say what it's meant to you, but for me it's created a universe that I get to sit within and otherwise I feel like I would have been peering into wanting to be a part of.
0: I just want to take a minute to say thank you. In just a few short months this podcast has reached some incredible milestones, namely helping so many of you From founding, growing, and selling my first company and now helping others to do the same, so many of you trust me right here on the podcast, but also through my classes, my one-on-one programs, and my social media. Your belief in me is so appreciated, and now I can help you to grow your own personal brand or your company's community through content, social media, partnerships, email, collaborations, and more. Just click the link in the show notes and fill out the form. Grab 30 minutes with me. We can chat, connect. I'd love to get to know you and your business and perhaps even have the chance to work with you. Thanks so much for being here. I love that you, first of all, that you speak my language because I am a connector too. That's, I mean, I built a whole business on connecting pregnant women for 10 years. And I, I'm so glad that you said this because a lot of people do not understand that having this podcast is not just like this recording that drops every week or twice a week or what, how, whatever the cadence is, it is putting yourself in an ecosystem that you care so deeply about. And that's why I started Dear Founder. I mean, I wanted to talk to founders and I wanted to share the stories and like the connections that I'm making, just like the con- making in this health and wellness world are there, you can't put a price tag on it. For sure. Right. Like it's,
1: I think too, it's, it may sound silly, but I think that we're both better humans and we're better at life because of the podcast. And I say that because A, it builds confidence. I think a lot of times so many people come to us and they're like, how do you get started? And it's like, we did this and we're proud of it. And we get to look at it and we get to, you know, be on your podcast. There's just so much reward there. But I also think that because we get to fill our cup and I've said that so many times, but because we get to really like lean in and tap into this world that we care so much about, we both have other jobs. And I think I'm better at that job because I'm able to like really get to tap into this world in this way. So I just, you know, I I urge people, there's enough time to do everything, like, you know, do it all. And maybe right now we're not building the business and we're not, We don't have all of those things that we just talked about. We didn't build any of those things, but we're, we're, we have other jobs, but we have this passion project that honestly lights our fire and makes us even more excited to come back to it and to, you know, keep doing our other jobs. So
0: I hope that makes sense. Yes, no, it does. But I want to talk a little bit about the authority and the connectedness that the podcast brings you, because you said something just now that I think is really important to point out, like you might not be building this business now, but when you do go to build this business, you are going to have the resources at your fingertips that you would not have had three, five, seven, 10 years ago, because you have put yourself in a position to leverage the network that you're building for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: The podcast, you
2: know, for our guests is hopefully a platform for them. Yes, it, there's ego for us and, and we love doing it, but really, we're bringing on experts. We always say we're generalists. We don't really know shit other than we're seekers and we want to know more. And so if we're bringing on a nutritionist or an astrologer or somebody who owns a cannabis company, it's a platform for them to talk about their work and their business and their mission. And so we often end our calls with, how can we help you? And they're typically like, "Uh, you just help me. You just you're featuring my brand and my business and you're helping me. And I think what we start to hear back is how can we help you? And that will, you know, I'm not at all, I don't think we're collecting coins. So like go cash in at some point, but we are collecting connections and good, really good humans that want to lift up other humans. Mm-hmm. I don't think at all our network is that space of like competition or, or comparison, like f- almost every person that we've talked to has been, um, an advocate and, and encouraging us to go bigger.
0: Totally. Let's talk a little bit about how you're naturally doing this, because I think, you know, I, I, the, the word authentic is thrown around a lot and a lot of people who preach authenticity are not, and you know that, and I know that, um, but you just brought up a great point. I mean, you, you just said it naturally happens and. It naturally happens because you're just being you, you know, I mean, I I literally 10 seconds before we hopped on, dropped a TikTok that said, you know, I built a seven figure business by doing one thing and it's showing up as myself every day and your podcast persona and your, 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 um, authority and your authenticity, it's not just on the podcast. So like, let's talk a little bit about what that means and why it's important.
1: I think it, I think for us, I mean, we talked about at the beginning, like we always make a joke. She likes the science. I like to spend my money on the services. We bring on people to talk about the things that we're curious about, right? We talk about sex, cannabis. We talk about drinking tequila. Like, I just think, I think it's important, especially when you're bringing on other people and you're building this podcast as a business that we we aren't trying to do this just for others. Like it is a little self-serving too, right? As it should be. Because we like learning. So I think it makes it even that much more authentic. I also think that, Lauren said this at the beginning, but podcasts and audio are a little archaic. It's a a world that's just like not fully caught up to some of the other. Like what I love about this business is like, you can be innovative and you can take risks and you can bring on whoever you want. You can talk about whoever you want. We've decided that we want to do ads in a different type of way. We don't want it to be about like, you know, making the money. We want to be at, how are we delivering value? So I just, I think all of that, it just comes back home to why are we doing this? Are we talking about things that we care about? We get to do it with our, we're best friends. We, this is like the most fun thing ever. Right. And then we actually, people like it. So it's it's kind of cool. My other point would be that
2: it is, I'm science and she services, but we're whether we we have microphones and headphones on, we're also at this is what we talk about everywhere. If I'm at the gym or if I'm at work, you know, we move back into the office a little bit. My my coworkers are constantly like, I saw that there's canola oil in the dressings. Like, where'd they learn that? They learned that from Lauren because Lauren it like, went and talked to the chef and in, in the office about why why she wasn't so happy about that. And so with that this is how we live our lives. And so maybe we're recording it now, but it, it is the content. It is the type of conversations that we love having all the time. I think that one thing we know that we want to do more of is um, sharing that on social and bringing lifestyle content to social. But um, that's very hard for me because I'm not so, as comfortable being just like full-blown influencer. And so it, it's much more natural for her.
0: I want to no. I, I want to talk a little bit about something you just brought up, and you were talking about your coworkers. And we, you know, you mentioned this is not a full time thing. This is something that's on the side. How does that impact your day to day? And what would you tell someone who wants to build something on the side? I mean, I also started my business while I was working in corporate America, and then I left. But you know, people are always like, "How do you get to that point?" and "How, how do you do this all?" and blah blah blah. But like, I always kind of just said, like, I loved it, and so I did it, and it wasn't. Didn't feel like work to me, um, but you guys go to, you go to work every day in addition to this. And and I think that that is so important to point out because not many people can handle that. Mm.
2: Listen, we do good work. And so in that, you know, the work environment has changed a little bit, first of all, in terms of flexibility and time and location, but we've always brought really good work to our full-time jobs. And so I think one that elicits you a little bit more of um, like. Bandwidth when it comes to building other things or spending maybe some time unconventionally. Two, I think we're like pretty honest, right? Like maybe I have to leave at four because I need to, we have a podcast, and that's okay because I my work will get done. And more importantly, I'm a better employee being stuck to this. Like we are more interesting, we have more authority, we're more able to speak in public. Situations we have passions that empower us and help us move away from um, fatigue within our job because we have this. And so I think employers have um, much more respect for having something like this than maybe it was in the past. And then additionally, like anyone can make time to do something for an hour a week. Come on, like don't watch
1: a TV show for an hour or big um, time blockers. So. I mean, everyone does their practice, but for me, I carve out in the week, you know, we just talked about on Saturday, it's going to wow. be beautiful out and we're going to meet at four before we start drinking tequila. And we're going to have a little working session to your point lens, like, because we care about it and because it makes us happy. And because it's literally what, what we're pulled towards, it doesn't feel like work. So it's a lot easier to start a side hustle or start something else when it doesn't feel like a burden. Or an extra job, but at the beginning, it still takes your time. And I mean, even now, it's still, it's still. It, there's only so many hours in the day, and there's. I mean, we do a lot of a lot of things, but it's nice when you can time block it and say, you know what, we're gonna. This, no matter what, I, I'm excited to like put my times towards this and and just make it happen. Everyone, everyone can do it.
0: So the word tequila's come up a couple times, just and few, I yeah. and I know <laughs> I know that, Steph. Um, I know you're you advise Mara for his bureau. I know that. And that's one of the opportunities that this podcast has, has brought to you. So, you know, when I, when I said in the beginning, like what are some of the opportunities, like I would love for you to kind of get into a little more specifically, some of the ways your authorities, your authority for both of you has lent itself to other bands and to other bigger things that you are now doing off the, off the mic. So you, so one of them is, I mean,
1: our, pure passion and clearly we've talked about it 18 times as tequila. We are great at it. We love <laughs> it. And so yeah, we were so excited that to be an advising firm Spiral, woman founded, woman-led, woman, it's it's amazing. So we have advisory ships, advisorships, I think it's actually called more formally. We also have a wellness consulting business where we work with brands and we help them with their go-to-market strategies, influencer strategies, content strategies. This Lauren said this, it was one of the craziest thing the universe always has a plan we had all these plans to build all of these things and instead we are consulting for a lot of our friends and companies that have built it and we get to be a part of it and be on the journey so sometimes things show up in not the exact way that you thought they would but we would have never had those opportunities and made those connections without the podcast right like it's it's all 360 it's all full circle the podcast helps us get those opportunities we're helping to consult for an amazing event here called Faces of Fitness It's launching for the first year. It's almost like a Wanderlust or a group, it's hyper local to Chicago. But that was another dream that we had at some point. And now we're just helping someone else build it, activate it, and we're infusing our love and our. But energy. how
0: awesome to be able to do that. And the, your risk is minimal when you know what I mean? Like you are fueling these products, these events, these brands with your passion. You're putting your stamp on it. You're helping others. So there's like so many different prongs, right? Totally. But like, you're not taking the risk of the finances and like, it's a magic. I
2: mean, Lindsay, there are also businesses we've been exposed to where like, this doesn't work. Right. And what a learning that we didn't go put our time and capital into something that is really fucking hard business that like the numbers rarely work. And they were ideas that we had and like something that we, if, you know, if we had 10% more passion, we could have quit our jobs and done it. But like, then we got exposure to it and we saw, that's a tough business. And so it not only informs, you know, maybe we help the brand, but it also informs where we put our time and money in the future.
0: And maybe in the future, you don't launch your own brand. Maybe you do, but at the same time, your, your authority and your credibility is lending itself to others and you are getting paid for it. Absolutely. And I bet you never thought that was going to happen when you started this.
1: Um, No, (laughs) No. we definitely
0: did not.
1: Absolutely not. But I, I mean, like I said, it's, it's the magic of it all, because I think, you know, as someone who loves to control things, I think we had this intention of jumping in and leaping and doing this podcast and then we committed to it and we love it. But I think that some of the most exciting part is we don't know what's to come and we keep you know, opening up these new doors and the podcast literally was, was the vessel for that, which is awesome.
0: What do you hope comes from it? We mm. have
1: so many hopes. <laughs> what do you think, babe? I,
2: I want it to continue the way that it is uh, in terms of being this space in which it's a mutually beneficial and like growth environment. And we're learning, call ourselves seekers, to bring on humans that change other humans' lives. From there, I think that there's no doubt there's major business opportunities in terms of partnerships, collaborations. Um, You know, we think a lot about if we're connectors, how do we curate environments? Like, do we do curations within retail or e-commerce? Do we bring together the other the best of our favorite things? Do we do collaborations between brands that we love and work for? And I think we want to do it differently. We don't want this to be an ads business. We don't want a 30 second spot just inserted digitally into our podcast. We want this to be something that means as much to all of our listeners, all of our community as it does to us.
0: You want your brand to be an experience. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, Yeah, that's what you're saying. And that's how it should be. And offline, we should talk about that. Totally. Let's let's do it. (laughs) I think to to
1: that, I think it's just continuing to build the brand, right? Like the podcast is amazing and we have all these ideas, but I think, you know, figuring out ways to continue to bolster the brand and have, you know, we've talked about doing a quarterly box with our favorite products, you know, like teaser, but having retreats, like We, we want to get there and there's nothing stopping us from doing it. So I just think what do I want for the future? Keep, I want us to keep having fun, to keep bringing value to our listeners and to keep building and see, like, see what else we had Lori Harder on. And she said, you know, what's meant for you will not miss you. And I think for us, like we're in it, we're committed to this. And I just can't wait to see what else is meant for us for behaved.
0: The best part, there's no contract. You can purchase their services as needed on a monthly basis. Use the code FOUNDHER and save 50% off your first month of services. Give them a try. The decision to outsource this part of my business has surely saved me a ton in the long run. And it was the best decision I've made for my business. I think it's so interesting. I think your story is so interesting because so many brands have their brand and then to our point earlier, like have started a podcast, you guys started a podcast and are building a brand around the podcast. And I think it's a really amazing way to look at things. And I think it's really important to put that formula out into the universe because so many people have all these ideas to your point and don't have the capital and don't really know what to do, but doing this and doing it this way is just really fucking smart. We love it. <laughs> I mean, we, it is because because of it. the risk and because of the authority and the credibility that it's bringing you, and you're you're making money. You're still making money. It might not be your full time thing yet, but like it could be if you wanted to today. You both could make this your full time thing Agreed. in a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're and we all know that. Yeah. that. yeah. <laughs> so you know, what would you tell someone who like? If someone wants to start a podcast, whether they have a brand or don't have a brand, I mean, I took a class because I just like, I understood the, the, the interview process, the marketing like that I had down, but like, I just didn't understand a lot of like the logistics. And I, I also didn't see when I was like, I'm a podcast. I didn't see the ways that I could make money that were not ads. And now I do. And now I don't, to all of our point today, you don't have a podcast to make money from the podcast. That's not Mm -hmm. where you make your money. So what would you tell someone if they wanted to get started? Like, where's, where's the best place to start?
2: (sighs) A lot of people, I'm not, I'm not offering this up because we are a little busy, but a lot of people do reach out to us. So if you have a friend that started a podcast, schedule 30 minutes with them and and see like, what equipment do you use? How'd you get started? What platforms technology to Spotify, YouTube, Buzzsprout, all of these have resources and typically video resources that are like five minutes long and they break things apart. How do you publish? What's an editor? What equipment should you buy? So you can start educating yourself really simply and for sure for free. Also, platforms like Almost 30 and um, what else was Almost like 30 does a great one. So, yeah, they have a yet. course that you can do. They have online resources that you can probably pay for individually, and they also have a course that you can join. All of those things require you deciding that you're going to do a podcast, and so the the thing that we say consistently is just start. Maybe set some timelines, like decide uh, I'm going to launch in three months. In the meantime, I want to have six episodes recorded. That means you know work backwards from what your ultimate goal is, but decide because it's not it's not. Uh, this it's not exclusive to us. Like anyone can do this. It's just saying that you're going to do it and then have action. Because and the don't one think, thing,
0: go ahead. I was going to say, don't you think too like it doesn't have to be perfect. Like no, you know, yes, like like I barely cut these episodes. I mean, very yeah. you know, I listen once, I cut, and then I send to my editor to put together. Like I, I barely do any editing, and people don't want perfection. They want to feel like they're a part of this conversation with us. Yeah. At the beginning,
1: we were literally cutting like at second four, cut, Um, you know, at second 12, there was a cough. It's like, we're humans and like people want to, that's, I think that's the, the best part about pockets. It's relatable. You feel like you're part of the conversation of so many people who will text and be like, I felt like I was just like sitting with you and having breakfast with you in abs, you know? So I think that is, that is the magic. But I also think for us, start telling your friends you're going to do it because the moment you put it on in the universe, yeah, we were like, uh Oh, like we've told everyone we're going to do it. So like, we got to do it now. Right. Like it's, I know it sounds it held so, your,
0: okay, it's held yourself it's, accountable. It's,
1: accountability. it's, you know, so yes, like work backwards. Everything takes more time than you think, you know, doesn't have to be perfect. There are a ton of resources out there, but start talking about it and like, get out there and put it in the universe. Cause it's Like if you're like us, once it was out there and we told our friends we were doing it, we're like, we're totally doing this, right? (laughs) We're like, okay, we got to
0: get started now. So. And I think it's so funny because a lot of people do overthink it, right? And they're, and it is a lot of work, you know, and I do, I want to say that you said it earlier. It's a lot of work. I definitely think it's worth all the rewards that it has brought to my life. And I know you would say the same, um, but you, you need a mic. I mean, really and truly like you need a mic and like, just start talking. Like everyone has something to say. Right. That's it's so true. It's yeah.
1: I mean, we, we were like, I remember year one was like, okay, get a mic. Year two was like, let's get out of this. And it was like, we're going to get a mic stand. You know, it just, it sounds silly, but you're right. Everyone can do it and anyone can, but it is a lot of work. So you have to be actually committed. It's to, to building it. Right. And I guess there's different levels. Like because we want to build up this brand and because we're committed to making it the best that we can, we want to have that supplementary lifestyle content. We want when our listeners reach out and ask for something like that, we want to give it to them because that's part of why we're doing this. So just, just be ready to make sure that you're in it, not just to like look cool. <laughs> or to like When spend you guys your brand.
0: started it, did you ever think that it would be where it is now?
1: I think we just, I think that's the point is we, we had z- zero. We had expectations. no expectations, which is, I think one of the coolest parts. We were like, let's do this. Let's like, listen to our calling, right? Like it was more about like, let's like, let's take the jump. And then we're like, after we jump, we can think about what the, you know, what the rest is going to
2: look like, but, but that's. When we reflected back and saw li- all these listens that were coming through in the first few episodes, we were like,
1: people aren't listening. Who are these people? Yeah. I also <laughs> think something that we learned, um, we were like so excited that our year one, there was no seasons. We like we recorded like 30 episodes. We were, and then by the end we were a little burnt out. So something that I would suggest to people is, you know, think about that ahead of time. Like it's people take breaks in this, in this biz, meaning like there are seasons, it's like they record 15 episodes and then they come back three months later. So I just, no regrets, but I think Again, we were so pumped and we had so many people mm-hmm. that we wanted to talk to and so much information we wanted to disseminate. But the reality is is like we people were so excited to have us come back for season three, right? Like it's okay to take a break. So that you have that moment to reboot and to reflect. We had like, we we had our own offsite at Soho House one weekend. (laughs) We were like, this is the most fun, you know, Um, where we're like, what do we want to bring next year? And we, you know, we took polls on Instagram. What do you want to hear from us? Like, it's okay to take those moments. It's not a marathon of like how many episodes you can push out in a period of time. So I would just urge people to like, take note of that.
0: You know, one of the things that Lauren, you said, a couple minutes ago was you were talking about like batching episodes and like, I, that was like the best thing that I Mm. did was I, I, and someone told me like, you should batch episodes. And like, I literally took it to, I took it to another degree. I mean, I, I, when I, the day I dropped my podcast, I had like 30 interviews in the bank. Like they weren't, they weren't produced over but like, (laughs) but I had been doing it for like two or three months, just like getting on zoom and interviewing. They were not edited by any means, but like it created this amazing sense of flexibility for me, you know, so what what would you say to someone who's starting in terms of that? Like how many episodes would you tell someone to batch? How, like what would you do in our, uh,
2: in season one, I think
0: we had six recorded before we launched and we,
2: we only do every two weeks. So that is six times two. That's three months of content. Yeah. Right. And for season three, we had eight and because we know we want to be able to have the flexibility and guess understand like unless they really have something that's launching and they want PR around and we'll it. ask that We're like, we if you have a book coming out like we'll we'll push you up like mm-hmm. yeah when we launch something but the majority of the time people are just looking like general bit awareness of their brands and are fine to launch an episode in three
1: months mm-hmm. and so go how long are your seasons it's, it's a great question it's kind of right now however long we want them to be no um, because because the first year because year one two was a blend like typically I mean I think we're hoping this year to have like six months on three months off something of that nature but I mean we're I don't think anyone what we've realized too is like we were so like it has to be black and white what that looks like and I don't think anyone cares as long as you communicate it right mm-hmm. it's like hey we're back or hey we're, we'll are we be leaving because we, we got a lot of reaching out just like you yeah where did the podcast go <sighs> we're like thank you for caring so, so and we're great and and so yeah it's I think it's more just about communication and truly it's like that's the the beauty of something like this. Laura said it gives us flexibility. It gives you flexibility as long as you're communicating what your intention and your plan is for the season or for the year. Like I think people are wildly receptive. And don't forget, too, people. We have so many friends who are like, I'm binging, right? Like not everyone yeah. listens. That's that's the best part. You don't have to listen that day. And um, we see a lot of a lot of downloads people going back to episodes from
0: past seasons and stuff like that. It's, it, I, it's funny. I meant to say this when you were saying this before, when you said like, who are these people like listening? Like my husband, I, I very vividly, I tell this story a lot. Like, like, I remember saying to him, Oh my God, like I got a thousand downloads. And it was like within like the first week or something of the podcast. And he was like, what? And he, and like, he's the most supportive person ever, ever. Totally. he's supported me on this whole crazy mm-hmm. insane journey. He goes, I like thought maybe like you'd get like a dozen, like, you know, because he doesn't also understand podcasting, but he was like, I didn't really know that anyone would listen to this. So like, it's, it's so cool though. Right. When you like start For seeing sure. that come through and you're like, oh my God, people like I have something to say and people totally. are listening to me.
1: I think also podcasts, like it's, it's a community unlike any other. So, you know, I, we always, someone told us early on going on other people's podcasts is a great way for your podcast to be discovered. Like it is interesting. You know, it's not about a podcast having the most amount of social followers. It's, mm-hmm. it's not about that, right? Like mm-hmm. people are leaned into the content. They feel connected to the, you know, the brand of that podcast. And then they love podcasts, listening to podcasts so much. That's how they learn about other podcasts. So it's just interesting. Like what, going back to what I said earlier of like archaic, it's just, there's a lot of room to, to really create whatever you want in this world. And there isn't just like the one way to do it. And we're continuously challenging ourselves to figure out what's right for us and for our community. And we love, there's nothing more fun than being on other podcasts and and vice versa. Like, can't wait to have you on so fun. I
0: love to. So
1: so yeah, I would urge people to know that a great, I mean, call it a tactic, but truly a great way to build your podcast is to join others. And even if it has... Literally nothing to do with what you're talking about. Just, we've been on some amazing podcasts. That's how I find podcasts. Yeah, think about your own behavior.
0: So we talked a lot about obviously starting the podcast, but something that I want to ask you that I ask everyone at the end of every episode is what would you tell a founder, someone who has an idea, who wants to get started with a business? I mean, I, I know this is a side hustle and this wasn't the intention maybe right off the bat, but you guys have a business and you have a business that is going to grow What would you share with someone who wants to get started?
1: We always say, just start. I mean, I think that was the hardest thing for us. And I think there's never the right time. And there's always going to be reasons not to. And you're never going to know exactly. I mean, you asked us, Lynn, what were our expectations? We had none, you know? So I know that that was the luxury of building something where revenue wasn't like the ultimate need to build. But I, I really urge people that the hardest part is taking that first step, and that doesn't mean like, you know, throwing all your money at it or doing. It, but just start doing those little things. Figure out the name. Figure out your logo. Tell your friends. You know, I know that's very podcast specific, but the moment you start putting it out into the universe, I truly believe that it feel you feel a lot more connected to starting. And my last thing is just don't be afraid to ask for help. I learned this like early on. You know, there are a lot of people. Who have built and who are in the process of building. And I think a lot of people feel this like pride in doing it on their own and like, just know that no one before you and no one after you is it on their own. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, like, it's the coolest part about being connectors and being, you know, in tune with our network is I asked someone how to do payroll for my business. I asked them like, it is, it is okay not to know. And if you want to get where you're going, just know that it's, it's awesome to ask for help and to tap into people around you. So- And because not, I'm the woo,
2: I would say it's a it's about gut and intuition. If it's something that you just can't not do, follow it. If it's something that you comes to ease for you that would be tough for somebody else, follow it. If it is something where you, like it feels scary because it's vulnerable and it's new, do it. And so it's not- If you're in a place where you're starting something and you're comfortable starting it, you've started it too late. So make a jump because your gut will tell you if you're meant to be doing it.
0: Where can people find you guys? Well, well well-behaved
1: podcast on Insta. And then we are on every platform that you may listen to your podcast, but we're having a ton of fun on Spotify right now. We're creating branded pages and playlists and all these fun things there. So
0: find us wherever you listen. Stephanie Beagle, Lauren Abney of the Well Behaved Podcast. Thank you so much for your wisdom and for joining us today. And Dear Founder, I cannot wait to share your story. We appreciate journey. you. Thank you. How incredible are Lauren and Steph? Are you feeling inspired by today's episode? There's so many amazing tidbits and takeaways from today's conversation. And as always, I'll be sending them out to my entire email list later this week, so make sure that you subscribe through the link in the show notes. When you do, you'll also get a lesson each and every week from me to help you grow your own business. But for now, here are the top five takeaways from today's episode. Get out your pen and paper. Number one, build connections in the world that you care about. Just get started. Number two, a podcast is a way to make connections with amazing people to serve a world that you care so much about if you want to start a podcast do so about a topic and an arena that you love you live and you want to share with others once you put yourselves in that world and create space in that world doors will begin to open number three starting a podcast first is a smart way to start your business and put yourself out there to test your concept to build authority and to do so without the risk it gives you connections in the community where you might want to eventually do business This is a great launching point when you're first starting out, if you want to take that leap, but take that leap without putting in a ton of capital. Number four, if you want to start a podcast, the best place to start is to ask a friend who has started prior to you. Ask them for 30 minutes for their advice on how to get started. Additionally, you can check out Spotify, Buzzsprout, Anchor, or YouTube. They're all great resources to educate yourself on how to start a podcast, and oftentimes you can do so for free. Almost 30 also has a great course and online resources. Number five, just start. There is never the right time, and there will always be a reason not to get started. The hardest part is taking that first step. Do the little things. Pick your name, your logo, tell your friends, The moment that you put it out into the universe, you will feel a lot more connected to just getting started. Thank you Lauren and Steph for being here for today's episode of Dear Found Her and thank you to everyone who's tuned in. If you like what you're hearing, please make sure you take out your phone, scroll all the way down and click that five star rating or leave a review. That is how others find Dear Found Her and the amazing guests and their stories that we share here. We also have some incredible guests coming up. So make sure that you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or wherever it is that you listen so that you never miss an episode. If you know someone who wants to start their own business or who wants to start a podcast, please make sure you text them this episode or post it in your Instagram stories. Make sure you tag me, tag well Behaved, tag Steph and Lauren. I will share some of those to say thank you. Stay tuned for another episode of Dear Found Her coming your way every Tuesday and Thursday.